Meanwhile, a big day for Auckland Council as well. Big load of meetings with the executive, big loads of meetings with the councils as they look at uh, the councillors, should I say, as they look at the budget. Because the council, just like many councils around New Zealand, are running out of money to fund services. There's been all sorts of effects on their cash flow, whether it's money coming in from the airport, well, that's gone. Whether it's money coming in from public uh, transport, that's gone. So Mayor Phil Goff has been saying he has no choice but to cut back services and to push back projects due to, of course, these factors and also rising construction costs and supply chain problems and falling revenue. And on the chopping block could be public transport routes and grants for the art sector and regional sport. And Phil Goff joins us now. It sounds like a nightmare, Phil. (laughs) No, it's just another budget. I think as a minister and as a mayor, I've done about 20 of them and none of them are ever easy. But this one is made a lot harder by the fact that, you know, Omicron has ripped that $900 million out of our our council income uh, over a, a period of three to four years. And of course, you know, we're facing the same problem that the average Kiwi is. Um, Mm. Costs are going up uh, with inflation rising, labour market shortages, interest rates, uh, supply chain difficulties. It's, um, it's It's not an easy time to put together a budget, but we'll do it. We'll make it balance and we'll uh, make it work as much as we can in favour of the public of all. Well, what, what is your time frame? You know, this is basically, this is basically a cash flow problem. You know, you've got debt, yeah, debt yeah. That you've got a service all over the place. You've got uh, projects that you've got to do. You've got uh, other uh, more discretionary spending. So it ends up being cash flow, how much cash flow to service everything. And the question is, how long will you have this cash flow problem? You've already told me three years, the, back, the past three years you've had the problem. How long do you think that might last? Yeah, well, if I knew the answer to how, whether what the next very of um, of COVID might be, and uh, whether we'll be back to normal as any time soon. Look, my I'm reasonably optimistic about it, despite just about every indicator moving in the wrong direction. Um, you know, as you said before, we're we're opening up to the Aussies, we're opening up to much of the rest of the world at the end of the month. We've got the international students coming back. Um, with public transport, we've moved from being 31% of pre-COVID uh, uh, just under a month ago to 47%, and the the cut price fares and and the getting back to normal has helped that. So there's some good things out there. Um, mm-hmm. Our debt situation is pretty good at council. Our debt to revenue ratio, we're sitting at about 260 when we've got you know quite a margin up to the, the 290 limit. But you know we've got a, the message I've got to councillors is there's some hard decisions you've got to make. Um, you, you you know you can't just go out and throw money at things. You've got to look at how council can do things more effectively and efficiently. Uh, you've you, you've got a supply chain problem, so you're not going to be able to do all of the capital works programs all at once because you're short of skilled labour, you're short of materials because of the international supply chain problems. So some of those will just have to be delayed a little bit. Um, there, there, there's things that we've got to look at, and you do it in every budget, actually. Okay, we're doing a whole lot of new things. What about the old things that we're doing? How many of those okay. actually do we really need to do still? <clears throat> Can you make this more real for us? What are you going to cut? <laughs> We're just working at a high level at the moment. Not so much in the coming year. That's less of a problem. 22-23 from you know 1 July this year to 30th of June next year. We're pretty okay because we've got some government money that we can draw on and that gives us time to work through what the best actions are that we have to take. But, you know, I want councillors thinking about this now because the real problem with, you know, all elected bodies is that we think in short-term time frames. Actually, we've got to think in longer-term time yeah. frames. So you've got all sorts of options that have been mentioned before, like uh, little-use bus services and Papakura and Walkworth and Hobsonville and Otahuhu and Papatoetoe and Otara and maybe some music events, you know, music in the parks, Ambry 
uh, Farm Day and Grants for the Art Sector, but they all seem like rats and mice to yeah, be honest. Yeah, Phil, they, 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 they feel like they feel like moving the deck chairs around on yeah, the Titanic. Yeah, yeah, and and that's what I forget which of the media outlets was running that. That's we weren't talking about any of those things today, to tell you the truth. Um, you know, there, there there are bigger things that we've got to do, and there like are things. That, well, there are things that we have changed. For example, we used to do some of our own contracting for for parks maintenance, but we found that um, you know doing it at a small scale in a council run organisation was less effective than contracting in and we could get better prices. So, um, you know, uh, rather than pour a whole lot of money into uh, building up that, that small contract group and hoping that one day it'll become competitive, it did a pretty good job, but it, it's just not competitive against the big boys. We can relinquish a role like that. We'll get uh, we'll get a sum of money for, for you know, selling off the company and, mm. and we can get the prices more competitively now, on the, the open market. There's an idea. Why don't you sell some assets? These are I know you don't want to, but these are extraordinary times, and we may you know, we may never recover to the days that we used to have. Yeah, well, look, we we, we are selling stuff that's uh, surplus to need. So, and people yell sometimes and say, "Look, you're selling that pocket park. It's not a pocket park. It was a piece of land acquired by Auckland Transport, and they never built a road on it. So, it's been sitting there, and we've been maintaining it. Hardly anybody uses it. So, of course, we'll sell it. But if you're talking about things like the airport, the airport was returning to us as Aucklanders sixty million dollars a year. That's the equivalent of three percent rates rise and you know yeah we've lost that money last year this year um, possibly uh, most of, of next year but it will come back and our investment in that they they tried to talk council into selling that in 2015 in the next three years the value of the asset went up by a billion dollars and and you the ratepayers got the benefit of that and you got the benefit of 60 million in dividends each year you sell that your dividend stream stops and therefore you've got to put rates up so that's that's not in my mind yeah. the way to go we've got to make our our ports of Auckland work better Better. They've been on a downward uh, trend for about eight years, and we've put in new management, we've put in a, a new board, but we've got to look at, at, at making those things work better and producing a better return for got all. Got to go, Phil. Yeah, and I love it when you get your tail up, and away you go, and you're, re- you're really going to miss us when you're living the good life in London, and all the very best if I don't talk to you again, and happy Easter.